0: If you had a chance to bet on someone, would you bet on yourself? Well, you should because there's so much more to you than you have ever imagined. This is the All That You Can Be podcast with Inka Jibril. Let's go on the journey learning how to live our lives by design. Welcome to February, I'm so excited to have you in this month, hi everyone, how are you doing today, how are you doing listening to me, I hope you're feeling very um, happy, that's the first thing, you know, I'm really, really um, committed to my own happiness, I encourage people to be committed to their own happiness. And I hope you're being the best version of yourself that you can be. I mean, the best version of yourself, really, I hope you know, is not the version necessarily that people expect you to be. Now, people might expect good things from you, but it's of utmost importance that it's also what you expect of yourself. I mean, let's be honest, even if people think that you're a great person, unless you think that you are, then you never really... Um, experience that greatness you never really tap into that greatness and I tell you what you never really give off that greatness you don't put your best foot forward because you don't think it Um, I think I've developed the art of you know telling myself um, for instance like oh you're looking good today and so it really doesn't matter if people say oh you're looking good I find that that compliment doesn't make me think um, something like are they telling the truth is this a lie or really or oh I didn't know I looked so good I don't experience the length and breadth of that emotion because I already tell myself you're looking good and guess what that helps me to do so i'm just using that as an example and i don't know why i'm starting this way today it's february the month in which i talk a lot about love the month in which i talk a lot about love you see but i guess um you know for me when i talk about love the place i always like to start is self-love right that is the deepest that is the most valuable that is the um you know the one you need to pay attention on if you're going to have a great love connection with someone else so i was using the example of feeling good about the way i looked or the way i dress because i already tell myself i'm looking good then I take steps to make sure that I'm looking good. So I walk at it. I do. I think about what I'm wearing. I think about it ahead of whatever occasion I want to wear it to. I actually, you know, <laughs> let me share this story with you. So one day in the office, I was um just talking to a friend and she told me, She's like, Oh, You're wearing a really nice dress, you know, I've never seen you in this dress before. I just said to her, I said, oh, I've had this dress for a long time, but I guess I've never worn it to work, because I was kind of surprised that she was saying, oh, I've never seen you in it before, because I've actually had that dress for a really long time. Then it occurred to me that, oh yeah, I had never worn it to work, and the reason, look, I'm weird, okay, (laughs) the reason why is because that particular dress I would wear to church only right and um when I felt that okay um I mean if you've ever heard of the concept of Sunday best you know I I save my Sunday clothes or my occasion clothes and I won't wear my occasion clothes and they don't have to look like party clothes or um clothes that you couldn't wear to the office they could just be a simple shift dress but if I said this was for an occasion um I wouldn't wear it to work right so I would separate my work clothes from there so I told her I said these are actually um they used to be church clothes I used to wear them to church and so I never used to wear them to work and she was really surprised and taking aback, back she's like really she said I wear all my clothes to everywhere and I'm like um well I don't do that so that tells you how Intentional I am, I uh, to to care for those things, and i I feel, feel that that's a part of self-love. Kind of like I profile, I compartmentalize, I separate things and it's the same with my relationships I tell you and speaking about relationships I hope you have waited for February as much as I have right I think promise and you know what for the first time I'm gonna have a guest in February so on many levels this is such an exciting month for me first of all because last month clocked one year since I started podcasting Um, and February I kind of like like to talk about love in february of course because of um the stamp people kind of put on february with valentine's day approaching um so i just try to sort of focus on talking about love and um my first thing that i'm going to talk about is something that came from talking to somebody that i was counseling who wanted to get married and i was talking to the person we were just talking and when the question came up of um why do you want to get married to this person what is the purpose for you getting married um this person just said she looked at me very funny almost confused like i don't know i haven't even thought about it So it was my turn to be very surprised. Like I had never thought that anyone would be getting married without thinking about why they were getting married. Um, And so she was like, almost um, with an incredulous look, kind of said, oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I'm just getting married because it's time to get married um, because I'm in love, you know, and you know, um, I'm just getting married you know I'm of age my parents expected of me the society expected of me you know she wasn't saying all of those things but it was all wrapped up in her surprised look saying I don't know you know and I I said really well I said to her I said you need to go away and think about it have a think come back and tell about it, right? I was doing this counseling with someone else and we said, you know what, go away, think about it, come back and kind of share a reason why you're getting married. And so I thought that one of the things I was going to talk about in February was the question, is falling in love enough? (laughs) Woohoo! Do you know what? All of us like Love, All of everyone likes to be loved. And can I, can I start by saying something to, to everyone? Everybody responds to love. We respond to love in different ways. I'm not saying we all respond to love in the right way or we all um, respond to love in the same way. But we do respond to love. So some people don't know how to respond to love properly, maybe because of things that have happened in your life. Maybe they've never been loved in the right way. Maybe they've never studied love. They've never been told you're lovable. They've never seen themselves as an object of love. And mark you, when I talk about love, I'm talking about. I'm not talking. First of all, I'm not talking about that. Um, anything else outside of the acute feeling of being accepted being wanted being um, appreciated being celebrated and that's in an exclusive relationship so i'm not talking about um a sexual relationship i'm not talking about um all the other ways people have kind of defined love love that is based on people that give to you and you you're in a relationship where you're getting something and all of that i'm talking about it simply as um, what i have described right so i think we need to think about love in that sense and everybody likes to be loved because everybody likes to be appreciated but i'm talking about romantic love now because i said in an exclusive relationship right so my question is this is falling in love enough Why I ask this question is that for many people, um, when I speak to them, maybe when they're not in a romantic relationship, I see this um, feeling that I'm worthless because I'm not in a romantic relationship or um, I can't wait to be in love, to fall in love. And then when they do, they tell you, I've fallen in love. And then when you start um, digging deeper in terms of what do you love about this person? Many people have not really thought about it. They haven't thought about what they love about this person. And the big one that they haven't really thought about is, what do I love about this person that is? is in a sustainable format. <laughs> I don't want to sound too scientific or too philosophical about this, but the big question is, what do you love about this person that is in a sustainable format? In other words, what is your long-term picture of these Relationship or this um, love relationship that you're in, this love situation, this love relationship that you're in, right? In this romantic love that you're in, what is the long term picture? Because falling in love is not an end in itself. Do you see what I mean? So people wait most of their lives to. Meet the right person, fall in love with them. But a lot of people do not have a game plan in terms of, okay, so I fall in love with this person. Am I thinking carefully about exactly what I love about them or why I love this person and the purpose for which I love this person? Because then maybe a couple of months down the line or a couple of years down the line, um, then you, you talk to them and you're asking the question oh how about your relationship or how about this love relationship and then they're telling you that yeah you know I'm I'm really not um in love anymore with this person and some people actually say oh I wasn't actually in love I don't think I was actually in love well what where did you what made you think you were in love that time When you say, oh, this person is in love with me, or I'm in love with this person, have you stopped to sort of think about what you're really saying, knowing that falling in love is not an end in itself? So it's not a destination where when you reach it and you say, oh, I'm in love, then that becomes the end. Actually, that is just the beginning. For you, for the other person, that is just the beginning. That is just the beginning of a journey for which you must actually sit down to count the cost. You must sit down to count even if what you're doing by way of counting is the awareness of the investments that go into loving someone else, right? So I'm not saying investments to make you feel like, oh, some huge things, but A lot of people are not even aware at all of what it might take to love someone else, starting from the point of loving yourself so that you can be a good version for someone else, right? Or, like I like to say, so that you can attract the kind of love that you deserve. So I was listening to this um, program about... Um, an experiment that was carried out with certain people um, and describing um, for us how this experiment was effective in getting people to fall in love. And as I, I listened, it occurred to me that the first question to ask yourself when you're saying, I'm in love, is how did i fall in love what was it that made me fall in love why did i fall in love and the answer to that question i kid you not is actually an indicator for where this love romantic love is going (laughs) can you believe that can you believe that and you know what? Recently, I I watched another program that kind of solidified that thought process for me. I was, I was thinking in that way. I said to myself, I said, how you fall in love, why you fell in love, matters a lot. It does matter a lot. And you must be able to answer the question, how did I fall in love with this person? And, you know... Um, for people, so there were categories of people within that experiment, and some of them were giving different questions, um, and as the questions progressed, so two people who don't know each other, this is crazy, right? So I hope you're listening, sitting down, <laughs> so to speak. So two people who don't even know each other at all are put into a room, and giving a set of um i think it was 30 or 36 questions and each of those questions started to grow in complexity in intimacy in self-revealing in depth you know and they had to each you know ask each other these questions and answer these questions and by the time the experiment was done a lot of them had fallen in love with the other person i mean if they were answers that kind of resonated with their their person with their type of person as averse to people i've met also elsewhere who have maybe started their love relationship maybe because they just met at a party they had a good time together um maybe some of them ended up um having sex with each other yes i said the s word <laughs> i did right and they'll be like oh i've i've fallen in love so when you put those two side by side and you know what i i know that i'm going to have you know different reviews about this and different um opinions about this and that is okay that is okay i'm 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 open to your opinions. I'm I'm open to your debate. You know, but for me it's um it's great to to acknowledge where I stand with with this, where I stand. Where I stand is that physical getting physically intimate with someone you're in love with is actually reserved for marriage. That's where I stand. I don't I don't knock your opinion. I don't knock your, um, where you stand. I, I don't criticize it I don't, at, at all, at all. I have, I'm not forming an opinion about where you stand right now, right? Okay, so that's just my own opinion. But then I'm saying that with the research that was done, um, people who had taken the time out to ask and answer questions or form communication, contact rather than physical contact, seemed to be in relationships where years down the line, then they were still in love as compared to those who kind of started that love in different ways. And Mark, you, you can, there are still people, of course, I know that may have started in other different ways who are still very much in love so that's not a quibble about that right and so i guess the point i'm trying to bring out on this is that for romantic love right love in itself is not a destination how you got to love is very important how you got into love must say something about how long you want to be in love so a lot of people just love the idea of love not necessarily thinking about the long haul so you ask people um where do you see your love relationship five years from now and they they also give you that confused look like you know i don't know i hope we'll still be in love or well i guess we might be married, so um, from the onset, they haven't sort of put in a definition that allows them in it for the long haul, right, so they just like the idea of being in love now, because let's face it, when you're in a romantic love relationship, it's a very good feeling, I tell you, the butterflies in your stomach, the wanting to talk to someone else, the, um, positive anxiety (laughs) if there is anything like that that you kind of feel the anticipation of speaking to somebody else all the time meeting catching up with someone having a date having someone call you talk to you spend time with you all of those things are really really attractive and the things that we want because like i said in the beginning everybody likes to be loved and everybody responds to love right Um, but I think the best place to start falling in love is through meaningful conversations, having a conversation with that other person. And you know, at the beginning, I did speak about self-love and how your opinion about yourself and how you see yourself, how you gauge your self-worth how you see yourself not only now but as evolving right so guess what you mustn't only love for the version of you today (laughs) have you ever thought about that that you mustn't only fall in love for the version that you are today you must fall in love for the version that is evolving knowing fully well so I know that you mustn't fully know the version of you that is going to exist 10 years from now, right? It's not, we, we, we really don't know tomorrow in that sense. But you see, you know enough about yourself, about your tendencies, about the things that you like, about the things that you don't like, about your hopes and your dreams, about your passions and your, your desires, the things that you want to achieve... You know enough about that to know that when you meet someone else, you need to ask the right questions that help you determine whether we are working in a line that meets or whether realistically we're working in two parallel lines that will never meet, right? So when you hear the word unreconcilable differences, these are two parallel... (laughs) parallel, parallel lines that never met, right? That's a tongue twister right there. So these are two lines that never met. And that's what I believe. So I think people are not asking themselves, you know, is this love tenable in my future? Even if that is just two years from now, three years from now. The man or the woman that I'm becoming, does this love work for me in a couple of years, right? And that only comes by asking questions. Questions as simple as, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What makes you happy? What is your idea? So if you, if you were trying to get married, right? What is your idea of a good marriage? What do you think a good marriage is? Um, do you want to have kids? Um, do you like to travel? Um, how are you when you wake up? Do you like food? These are very important questions as, as shallow as they sound. But you see, because we have come to really amplify the, our action, not the arts, because the art then is, is the making of it, which is what I'm kind of describing. So you have to develop an art for loving, right? But we've come to amplify the momentary action of being in love or the momentary state of being in love so much more than the intentional building of it, which goes back to saying that if you're in that place or if you're at that age or in that state of life where You're not even clear about some of the things that you want. And Mark, you note that I'm not saying you know everything because I always believe that we're like an onion, we're evolving. As you peel out one part of that onion, you discover another part of yourself and you don't fully even understand yourself. But at least you have an inkling of some of the things that... um, that you want. I'll give an example of someone that I know who was um, in a relationship with someone with this guy and um, they were actually planning to get married and at some point um, this guy said to this lady oh I, I want to get married to you we're gonna have a happy home I want to have kids Um, you're going to stay home and look after the kids. And she was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. While we are, you know, at this point where we're dating, um, I want to have a career. I want to build a career. I want to have my own job. I want to work. I want to build a thriving business and, and the career, I'm, I'm a career woman. You know, I saw my mom being a career woman. She's my mentor. I love that. I like the idea of having a career. But this guy had different thoughts about that. Now, understand what I'm about to say with this. His desire for someone to be in a love relationship with someone who stays home and looks after the kids... Is not wrong. And ladies, before you crucify me, just listen to the next part, right? She, being in a relationship where she wants a career for her life. She wants to build her life. She wants to have her own job. She wants to have her own money. She wants to be in the um, work world. Is not wrong. Did you hear what i said so for each of them what they each wanted was not wrong there's nothing wrong about it because some people are going to start shouting how dare he want someone who sits at home i tell you there's nothing wrong with that right but guess what is wrong about this love relationship and they had to go their separate ways what is wrong about it is that they don't want the same things so they are two wonderful people with two wonderful ideologies who wanted a wonderful home, but they just didn't want the same wonderful things. And so it goes back to where I started. I'm saying, is falling in love just enough? They were both in love, but at some point they realistically had to say, look, we don't want the same things. And because we don't want the same things, at some point, it's going to create a conflict that is then called an irreconcilable difference. So they have a difference that is very fundamental. It's not a difference. So I don't know how far each of them could compromise on this thing that they wanted, right? But I think each of them were in that place where they were quite sure of the things that they wanted. And so they had to realistically sit down and talk. And if they hadn't talked about these questions and had only relied on the fact that, oh, I love this person. I think I like the way they speak or, or some of all the other superfluous things. And I say that carefully. Right. They would never have drilled down to what each of them really wanted and to the realistic thought that, look, we are two lines not heading in the same direction and it's not going to work right and so at some point they had to let each other go um painful as that was because they wanted different things and so for us how many people kind of realistically sit down to say what do i want in life all they look at is um the fact that okay i'm at that age where really i should be in a romantic relationship and so i should be in one why am i not in one it's time to be in one and and you know all those kind of things and i think um, you, you, like I said, you need to fall in love for where you're heading, for your future, for the next version of you, for the evolving you, and that is really important. Because then, years down the line, um, that's where the question lies for you. you. You hear people saying, oh, I was in love with this person, but they changed. It could just be that when you were falling in love, you never really picked up the cues in the differences, maybe in their values, in the differences in the way they see life, in the differences um, in the way they process life or the things that they want. And and that's really where to start. It's a place of self-awareness and then forming an awareness of the next person. And I always say to people that when you're dating in a romantic relationship maybe that leads to you getting married you need to be asking yourself futuristic questions um i know some people are like look this is my chance of love i'll take what i can get today that is it's good it could it's it's good but i tell you some people end up being happy at that point where maybe they haven't married this person. They were the happiest. I don't I don't want to be my happiest yesterday. I don't want to be my happiest today. I want to be happier tomorrow than I am today. I want to be happier in five years' time than I am today. Right? I, I certainly want to be. I want to be well there. I want to be more peaceful. I want to be more centered. I want to be, you know, more fulfilled fulfillment i believe that a romantic relationship is about being fulfilled being seen being heard being appreciated having your place in the world in that relationship right that's what i feel right people come from different cultures different backgrounds people marry for different reasons or have relationship for different reasons fall in love for different reasons but I'm saying that these are the things that I want. And when you really think about it, even if you married because you wanted kids, it's because you wanted to feel um, some worth, worth, right? So asking the questions that are give you some kind of futuristic assurance that, look, I'm not going to be in love only today, but I'm going to be in love tomorrow as well, I think is a really powerful place to start because... Guess what? Being in love, as we describe it, a lot of times relates to the feeling of love. And in the future, the feeling of love may not be the same as it was when you fell in love. But guess what? It can be better. (laughs) And what is going to continuously sustain? So like I said, you must fall in love with a sustainable version, right? what is going to sustain that is that clarity that look Um, no matter what in the future this is someone that is lovable and the only thing that gives that kind of assurance in a world where we don't have assurance right I'm not being contradictory it's just an irony right because you can't tell tomorrow but the only thing that gives you that kind of groundedness are the questions you're willing to ask today are the questions the uncomfortable questions let me call it sometimes because when you ask questions that reveal some depths it can be uncomfortable right but then your willingness to ask those kind of questions sets you on your way to saying that our love so love in itself is not necessarily enough to stake yourself out on, to step out on, but then you are able to say, our being in love is enough, right? So this is just the beginning of one of the things I'm going to share in the month of February, and like I said, I'm so excited. At some point, I'm going to have a guest, and none of you are going to guess who this guest is, but I'm so excited because... I've been telling this person, do an episode with me, do an episode with me, and I just said it off the bat, It's like, do an episode with me, and this person said yes, so I'm not letting the cat out of the bag just yet, but I want you to look forward to the other episodes in this month of February, and guess what, continue being a fabulous version of you, send me your questions, your ideas, your thoughts, leave likes, leave comments, um, on Instagram, when I post it, on Facebook, when I post it, please go to my Facebook page, follow that page, it's Yinka Jibril hyphen all that you can be and send me an email, it's yinka at think-atycb.org, so that's yinka at t-h-i-n-k-atycb.org. Be happy, and I love you.